Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's get out to the phone lines. We welcome in now our Odyssey MLB insider, Cody Decker. You could find him on Twitter at Decker6. And, Cody, we get to do some uh, radio together on Friday on an Odyssey station, 670 The Score, I believe 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Central time, or as I call it, my time back home. How are you? Be- how have you been? I'm fine. I just learned a ton about Avita all of a sudden. <laughs> right. like, nothing says Christmas like Avita, especially te- telling, especially teaching somebody about Avita. You know, after they were born in 1997, <laughs> right. it, it, it's everything about it screams, "What is happening?" Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much the entire show. That's our tagline. So yeah, the, the final hour of the show. It's is the what last is one before the holidays, man. You yes. know how it goes. We're, we're sitting around watching the uh, the big Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, where Missouri is clinging to a 16 to 14 lead here with 13 minutes Ryan to go. I thought it was locked. In, in the four, I did. I thought it was the locked uh, Martin Armed Forces Bowl. So we're learning to tonight. Akon locked. We're up. learning tonight, Cody. I got to ask you the question that every sports radio station asks around this time of year, and it's is uh, Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh, yes, but I mean. Any movie's a Christmas movie if you work hard enough. Really, to me, it's not Christmas till uh, Hans Gruber falls to his death. But that's just me. If, if people don't like uh, Die Hard as a Christmas movie, it's just because they're wrong and stupid. I completely agree with wow. you. I completely agree. Let's talk a little the Major movie League takes Baseball. Place on Christmas <laughs> Eve, it's a Christmas movie. The end. I mean, that's Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. Not a good one, but it is one. Yeah, no, I completely agree. All right, today uh, we get we get the news from Major League Baseball. I should say yesterday that uh, payrolls dropped four percent last year, two thousand and twenty-one, compared to the league's last full season. Which no big surprise, right there. Everything that's going down in Major League Baseball, do you still feel confident that we'll be ready to go opening day? And now we're dealing with the uh, you know the COVID outbreaks again all over the place in professional sports. You know, I still I still feel like we will get opening day on time. I do not think we're getting spring training on time. I think it's going to go into spring training. I think it's going to take some time. I think there's going to be a lot of mudslinging that somehow hasn't taken place yet. I'm almost impressed that we haven't seen a ton of leaks left and right, but they are coming. Don't you worry. They're coming, and we're going to hear a lot from the, well, I would have played for free crowd. I'm looking very forward to that. Uh, But outside of that, yeah, I I think it's going to be kind of a messy thing. I think it's going to be a lot of owners calling players. When did we lose them? Cody. Eight years. Yeah, I lose you guys. We we lost you for the like the last couple sentences. Okay, you know, well, you know, this has been an ongoing trend for the last couple <laughs> of years. No, I completely agree. I'm looking at the top free agents because I agree. I think baseball is going to be played, and now that Marcus Stroman's a Cub, I really want baseball to be played. But I'm looking at the top free agents, and I know um, myself and other Cub fans are getting excited just because the Cubs reportedly have interest in Carlos Correa. He's only 27 years old. Obviously, the top free agent right now, shortstop. Corey Seager also available. He's only 27 years old. Where do you see these two guys ending up? I still, I'm, I'm going to make you so happy, Ryan. I still think he's going to end up being a Cub. I really do think uh, Carlos Correa is going to end up in Chicago. The question is the amount of years. You know the Cubs are interested. The Cubs do have the money, no matter how much they try to pretend they don't. The question is years. Ten years is a lot of years, and it's a lot of commitment. And at the end of the day, how many of 10-year contracts have really worked out well? Really go through the list. Right. Which 10-year contract has really worked out for the organization? So I can't imagine the Cubs going 10 years on this. I can see them going eight years, definitely going past the $300 million threshold, which is what he should get. Quite frankly, give him a city. Give him a state. Give him a planet. This guy deserves it. He's that good.
Cody, what do you think about things coming full circle for Buck Showalter as he's hired as the Mets uh, manager? I'm fired up. I think he was the best possible candidate that was available. Uh, I, I'm a little confused. I met, you know, you see a lot of toxic fan bases. I wouldn't say the Mets are the most toxic fan base, but their Twitter is fascinating. They, cool. they, they, yeah, they somehow think that age means that age just automatically means out of touch. Buck Showalter is one of the smartest guys in baseball. He's universally loved by about every player. Manny Machado tried to co- try to get him to come uh, manage in, uh, in San Diego when he went over there. Uh, you know, a lot of people have been singing his praises. I think this is going to be an awesome fit. It's perfect for that clubhouse. You know, they got they went out and they got some stars. I think they're not done either. Chris Bryant, I really think, is going to be on their short list. I'm looking very forward to seeing what they do. And with Buck Showalter at the helm, this is a team that I'd watch out for this year. And I know they're the Mets, but no, I'd actually Cody. legitimately watch out for them. No, Cody. you said watch out for them. Is it good enough for you to place a little sprinkle on the 11-1 to odds for them to win it all this year? No. Especially if you get Chris Bryant, you're not going to get that value. Oh, wait, wait. Let's be real clear. I said they'll do well. I didn't say they were going to win the world. <laughs> Says a pizza, put some pizza money on it. Cody is nothing. That's a they're drop in the bucket. The Mets. Death taxes and, and the, the Mets, Mets will screw you. Yeah. Cody, you talk about guys who the world was impressed and excited about in terms of manager hirings. Uh, Cots, uh, from third, K- third base coach to manager, you're singing his praises. Like, what are they getting in him? And, and what do you think makes like an automatic successful manager? Not unlike Buck Showalter. Here's the thing that I, I think a lot of people always forget. I think I mentioned to you guys on this show, managing an actual baseball game is not as difficult as you think it is. It, it is a collaborative effort with a lot of people. At the end of the day, managing a game is more about managing the bullpen, managing your players, and managing egos, and managing uh, personalities. Not many people in baseball understand players and people better than Mark Kotze. Mark Kotze was my hitting coach when I was in San Diego. He was in the front office with the Padres when I was with the Padres before that. And he was a teammate of mine with the Padres before that. I couldn't have more respect for this guy if I tried. He, he cares about his players more than just about anyone I know. Uh, I know he was up for the manager job for San Diego a few years back. He's also I mean, This is a guy that's been around for a while, and he has been kind of been on a short list for a couple of manager spots. It hasn't been said as much lately in the media, but this is just an unbelievable hire. I'm fired up. Look through the look through Twitter. You're not going to see a whole lot of baseball people saying a single negative thing about it because everyone loves the hire. He's that cool. Cody, it was a couple of weeks ago, but do you think $115 million for Robbie Ray for Seattle for what they're trying to do right now with the opt-out after year three was too much money? Just, I mean, you know, from what you saw in 2020, like that turnaround, that's the only concern I'd have. That's a lot of money. Uh, your thoughts on that deal? It is a lot of money, but at the end of the day, you and I had that. You and I had that MGM uh, MLB podcast powered by BetQL. We talked about it all the time how yeah. great Robbie Ray was and what he did for that team, and how much you and I were rooting for the Seattle Mariners going into that final stretch. Imagine if they had a Robbie Ray on that staff that could have absolutely right. pushed them over the line. The Angels are currently retooling. The Astros, we don't know what they're going to be next year. You know, losing Carlos Correa. I know it's only one player, but that is one the hell of a player you're going to lose. On top of that, you don't really know what their pitching staff's going to look like entirely. And, of course, the Texas Rangers are adding pieces, but are they really going to win in 2022? I don't think so. I think this is a real opportunity for the Seattle Mariners, and they got to strike now while they can. Cody, the Pirates has hired their first in-uniform female coach, the first time in franchise history, uh, Caitlin Callahan. How much does that serve to the growth of the sport? And also – 
you know, what it's doing for front offices and just more opportunities for women in not just the MLB, but the NFL and all major sports as well. I think it just needs more. Diversity is not a bad thing. You need as many perspectives as you possibly can get your hand on. Um, and quite frankly, I think it's a great step forward. There are a lot of women in baseball right now that can absolutely be game changers for a lot of teams. There's a lot of programs. Not only that, women's baseball in the United States, I'm really hoping is going to uh, gain some steam going forward. It's a lot more popular in a few Asian countries, and I think it could be very popular here if done right. Um, I, I think it's a great move forward. I, you know, there's, a, of course, a Yankees uh, hitting coach who's a female, and mm-hmm. of course the San Francisco Giants as well. Uh, both have get, gotten glowing reviews. I, I, it, it doesn't matter what your gender is. If you can coach, you can coach. It doesn't require anything other than knowledge of the game and understanding the people you're working with. And I, I'm very excited to see what she does, and I'm excited for the – believe it or not, I know the Pirates have been a dumpster fire for the foreseeable past, but I really think this is an organization that might turn a corner in the next three to four years. They have a hell of a farm system growing up right now. Cody, out of these like up-and-coming teams, because I know on the podcast we talk about the Tigers a lot, and they add Javi Baez. I think that they do have the pitching with a lot of those young guys. We talk about Seattle, and then Toronto last year. I know we were rooting for them to get in. Who do you think is that like, up-and-coming team that's like right there that you could see being a legit World Series contender, not just getting into the postseason, but could actually you know, maybe win it all? It kind of feels like cheating because they did get into the playoffs, but after a very dismal year. And I still think people need to watch out for the St. Louis Cardinals. At the end of the day, the St. Louis Cardinals are a team that always figures out how to win, and they figure it out how to beat teams in the worst possible ways. This was a team that was completely out of it going, in, uh, going into the All-Star break and ended up winning uh, that wild card handedly. I mean, the, the, the team's good. I'd watch out for them. And right now, the Brewers, I feel like, might be going in a step in the wrong direction. So I'd watch out for those Cardinals yeah. at NL Central. And I know that hurts the hell out of you to hear that, it, Ryan. I it, know. It does. I'll yell at you about that on Friday since we'll have four hours. I'm, I'm reading about Scott Rowland. You know, it's his fifth try to get into the Hall of Fame. Your, your thoughts on this Hall of Fame class and Scott Rowland, for example, you think he should be in? I think he's a great choice, but I don't think he's going to get in. I think there's other names that are a little bit above him, I, which kind of hurts because Scott Rowland's one hell of a ball player. At the end of the day, we don't have Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame, and that is just absurd to me. It, it honestly makes me dislike the Hall of Fame. And, you know, I was on MLB Network a few yeah. weeks ago, and I talked about where this line is. Where, where are we going to make this decision? Because if we're going to hold out Barry Bonds because of PEDs that he never technically tested positive for, yet we're going to let other people in the Hall of Fame, that's, let's not mince words, we know there are steroid users in the Hall of Fame, but right. Barry Bonds is out. That's ridiculous to me. He is the best hitter who has ever lived. Period. Completely it's not agree. Even a question. Yeah, it's not even a question up for debate. He belongs in the Hall of Fame. Clemens belongs in the Hall of Fame. Schilling, I don't like him, but guess what? I don't think his numbers warrant him to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't care if he puts Sriracha on a sock. No, I, a, I completely agree. We are a um, a pro steroid uh, show, <laughs> yeah. actually. Like all three of us are and pro sriracha. Uh, pro sriracha and and pro steroids. We don't hate on folks like Barry Bonds that just needed a little a little oomph, you know, no, just trying to get right. you get your li- get your lift on, and you got to get your uh, recovery on, and then that <laughs> ends up happening a little deer antler spray. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were talking about the growth of the game with Quentin and like how much diversity matters uh, in terms of that for perspectives, but really quickly, what would be your one change to MLB in order to like grow the popularity of the sport? 
making uh, youth baseball a lot more affordable for uh, underprivileged families. Yes. Baseball is an expensive, expensive sport. And you're talking about that the game's not youthful. The game's actually more youthful right now than it ever has been. And the game is more popular right now than it ever has been. However, it's gotten more and more expensive. So we're missing out on severely talented athletes who choose easier to play sports. Not easier to play. That's not the right word. You know, you're going to lose a lot of players to basketball, lose players to football because they are cheaper and more accessible to play. Baseball simply isn't. Major League Baseball, it behooves them to make it as accessible as possible, and that is something they haven't even tried to really do yet. Completely agree. Cody, thanks so much, man. Talk again this thanks, week. Thanks, Cody. Take care, guys. Cody Decker, you can find him on Twitter at Decker6. He joins us on the Roman Guest Line. You can get a free online evaluation as well as ongoing care for ED. All from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. We'll be on 670 The Score, 2 to 6 p.m. Just funny because um, I uh, grew up listening to that station. I've never actually hosted on there. I've been there. I've been oh, there a bunch. full circle. Ryan Horvath, the next show, Walter. Do a show with Cody, and I'm excited because... Man, if the Cubs you guys spend, are just talking about the Bears. Just talking Carlos Correa. No, 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 not now. We're talking <laughs> Carlos Correa. My brother's listening at home, and he just texted me, and he said, LFG, did I just hear we're getting Carlos Correa? And I said, no, have another one, pal. <laughs> I said, no, may, may, maybe like we, there's a shot that we do. I don't think there's going to be any moves made anytime soon. Watch, what will happen is the Cubs will get Correa. And They'll have, have Marcus Stroman, and then there will be a lockout. They won't play baseball this year. Yep. No. That, that actually sounds what's going to happen. Sounds like what's going to happen. Baseball can't come late enough for me. I tell you what, I love Cody Decker. But fair, very fair. So I'm with you. I mean, I just don't want football ever to happen. Trista, you weren't here when we had to sweat it out live from the beginning. No, I... Like the random, like, t- like game it. 28. It was us. Just oh. bet MGM tonight that watching was a, baseball. Do you remember bets. that? I do. That I was do. a low point in my life. What did you do? <laughs> like, did you just literally look at, like, a low point lineups, pitching? Yeah. Everything. I learned a lot about myself and baseball.